Welcome to Not Everything Sucks with Andrew. Um, I'm here with Andres Holiday. Uh, dude, it's really glad to have you hanging out with us. Yeah, man, this is good, man. It's good to see you, man. You look good. You look good. You look good. <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to take off that extra pudge that I got after college. Oh, okay, good. good <laughs> so, good. you know, that's a good shirt thing. Eating healthy. Good shirt more often. <laughs> eating healthy is a part of that. There you go. Um, today, we are making avocado chicken salad. So that's different and new. Um, and we'll uh, get right into that. Before we get into the good stuff, tell us about yourself. Sure, man. And I appreciate you guys having me here. Um, For sure. So uh, I've actually uh, had a pretty interesting journey since college, man. Uh, one of the things that I've been more excited about is that I went from uh, working with students and student government mm -hmm. to now working with businesses uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. And Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, it was exciting, man. I got a I hosted the mayoral forum in college, and so then from there, um, uh, the president of the South Chamber saw me. Yes. He said, you know, why don't you come work with me as director of external affairs? And so I did that for about two years or so. Cool. And I went to the Christian Chamber. Okay. Uh, I became executive director there, and I helped them uh, basically scale their business sure. uh, while increasing the prices. And so that kind of blew my mind on how that could work. <laughs> you know, normally people wouldn't do that. Sure. But, you know, uh, with that opportunity... Um, it actually gave me a chance to, to meet people who worked with Salem Media Group, which is the okay. company I work with now. They're, we're the largest Christian media company in the country. Um, our focus specifically is conservative uh, teach talk and Christian teach talk format. Okay. And um, they had asked me, hey, can we build uh, a similar chamber organization uh, for ourselves here, mm -hmm. a prototype in San Antonio, that if you know if it launches well, uh, that we'd be able to launch it on all 31 of our markets. Wow! And I said yes. <laughs> so I said peace, Christian Chamber, and I <laughs> jumped across. I you had to, man. It was a great opportunity. And so I jumped across and I said, hey, you know what? Um, I really embraced it. And with that, I've had an opportunity to also build up my my media skills. And so now I'm also uh, a media strategist for them. Okay. And so uh, uh, it's just been a blast, man. It's really been a blast getting to know how businesses function and, and really what it takes to, to build an economy that we have now. So what's the name of your new chamber? Yeah, it's called the Believers Business League. Okay. Uh, uh, we Our whole focus is to help Christian businesses and help the economic uh, growth of, of those Christian businesses here locally so that we can help our churches and help our nonprofits and help our community better. Awesome. Yeah, man. Have you ever cut an avocado? Uh, yeah, dude, I, actually, I used to work at Papacitos, man. Uh, yeah, I used to be a catering dude. manager man, back in the day. I don't, that doesn't mean I'm not a cook or anything, dude, but I, I, I was around them. And we had, a, I mean, we have hundreds of avocados. I don't know if you've ever eaten there. Uh, uh, I have. Food. Very yeah. good food. Yeah. Very good food. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and slice these up uh, into medium-sized chunks for us to kind of work them around into our chicken. So, okay. Okay, our ingredients on. today will be... Uh, rotisserie sh uh, shredded chicken. Cool. Um, what is what is this? I'm, I'm uh, blanking on. What's this? Uh, celery. Uh, uh, celery. Celery. Man. I forgot what celery is. I don't know if I've ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever eaten celery? Oh, yeah, I've <laughs> since like the third grade, man. This is cool. It's super healthy. Dude. We're super we're coming healthy. back around. We're we're just yeah. coming back around to third grade. Carrots, mayonnaise, some basil, garlic, salt, regular salt, and of course, avocados because that's man. how we roll. Avocados. So. We're going to take these, we'll dice them up into kind of medium uh, slices. I have an uh, extra cutting board coming out of the wall. There you go. And then some... <laughs> Just some, right uh, the wall, man. I know. This is it's a great set. Magical, it. magical place. This is cool. <laughs> okay, so you said kind of big chunks? Is that what you're talking so, about? So, yeah. So, we're going to do um, medium-sized chunks. Uh, Okay. Enough size to oh my goodness this seed just doesn't want to yeah, like leave. There you go, man. There you go. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, so we're going to go so for about, right there. <laughs> <laughs> who needs it, right? Yeah, right. We're going to go about a centimeter dice. Okay. So about centimeters. So like about, about right there. So we have enough movement with the chicken and the avocado and the carrots and what's its name? The celery. There you yeah, go. There you go. Yeah. Let's do it, man. Okay. So we're talking conservative millennials. Yep. Um, and I think it's fair that the term millennial is widely associated with the left, mm -hmm. widely associated with the Bernie Sanders of the world, right? Um, you know, free college, free health care, all these really great things. Um, so we don't hear Republican or conservative millennials a whole lot. So I want to ask you, what driving forces about the conservative ideology really push you as as a young millennial mm -hmm. uh push you to be and hold those values more dearly than perhaps your more left counterparts well i would say for me man um uh, it, it's it's more about my faith that, that that would probably drive you know my perspective and okay um and you know i you know i believe jesus christ my lord and savior okay and because i believe that there's a lot of principles in there that really uh support um, a lot of the things that the republican party believes okay um, now if we're talking about people in general just a population you grabbed a million you know millennials and said hey what has the republican party done to to help you know cultivate a message with them i would say absolutely nothing man we've done a very poor job of, of even developing a relationship with them besides you know calling them block walking volunteers you know and, okay and, and that's that's i think has been very unfortunate and a lot of it has to do too with the fact that uh we're just talking about the wrong things man you know okay I, I, we're talking about you know you know uh, abortion when hey I am totally pro-life, but I really don't care. Like I'm totally traditional marriage, but I, I really don't. I really don't care about that kind of okay. stuff. Okay. I'm talking about you know technology. I'm talking about the economy. I'm talking about my family and the future. Like what? what how do we embrace artificial intelligence? How do we embrace uh, the, the ability to communicate with anybody across the world? Like we really are missing the mark on the conversations, and the left has just just took in took in that and ran with it, man. And they've done a great job. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one of those and you can do one. Um, okay, cool. I, I want to hear you talk more than I want to see you chop avocados. Okay, 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 cool. <laughs> um, so you said something very interesting. You you were talking about this AI business orientated free enterprise kind of those kind of value sets. Yeah. Um, do you think that those are more prevalent with conservative ideology and not? Democrat or, or liberal ideology, and that's why you go there, or do you think it can be present in both? Um, I, I believe right now, I think anything is possible. Okay. You know, uh, but uh, I'll re just be re realistic here. I think the way the Democrats have gone, it's really affected their ability uh, to even approach that. I mean, really, they've, they've basically taken corporations and said, hey, this is the devil, you know, kill it, white devil, white devil. That's basically what they've said. Okay. And in many cases, uh, that's destroyed that opportunity. Okay. And a lot of their, the policies and the directions they're going is actually anti-growth or anti-liberation or even you know limited government approach, which is really what when you own a business that's what you want. It sucks when they take half your money. Yeah. And so uh, the Republicans, however, have done a a, a very poor job uh, of even being able to support that or even push that kind of message. And so I don't think the Democrats could uh, push that. I, I just don't think they've lined themselves up to that. Man. Okay, that's fair. What are some victories? So, so let, let's let's set the stage here. We have uh, Republican 
executive branch right. with President Trump. We have a Republican-dominated legislative branch with both houses and right. arguably a Republican Supreme Court. Yep. Um, all bases. <laughs> yeah. what, what are some victories that the Republicans can put on their bulletin board that say these are for the benefits of millennials or at least people our age? Um, nothing, dude. <laughs> nothing. There is nothing. Absolutely dude. nothing. There is absolutely nothing, in my opinion, that the Republicans have done that has directly benefited the millennial. Okay. In fact, I believe the Republicans are playing made good right now with the older generation that got them into office 30 years ago. Interesting. So it has, they, they're not even thinking about us. And so in my opinion, uh, when you're looking at the conservative millennial, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's not, I would almost refrain from saying Republican conservative millennial. Okay. Just because of the fact that we're so against this, this, this corruption between the Republicans and Democrats working together. Problem is we expect the Democrats to do that. We promise the Republican, the Republicans promised us, hey, you know what, we love Jesus, we love Jesus, we're gonna change the world. And then they never do what they promise, even though literally we've given them everything, like you just said. Yeah. And so you're, you're looking at a millennial group that is just upset. Uh -huh. They don't trust any of those guys. Some of them sure. are crossing over. But uh, in reality, if you want a victory, for, for, for us, um, it has nothing to do with the policies that have been passed. Everything you're seeing is just more of a, hey, uh, sorry, baby boomers, we really screwed you guys over. Uh, I'm trying to help you out this time. You know, we won. We got Trump. You know, I, I'm a Trump supporter. I voted for him. I'll always vote. I'll probably vote for him again. Um, but I'm more realistic in saying he works for me. Mm -hmm. This is my nation. I don't, I don't really care about the, any party that tries to say they're in charge or whatever. No, it's about what I believe. And so you're going to see a different form of, 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 of Republican or a different form of millennial conservative, which is a lot more uh, individual minded. Okay. And, and to where they're focused about their nest and not really caring about too much about what they're trying to talk about. You know, in my so what can the Republican Party pull from conservative, conservative ideology that can really sell it with millennials. Yeah. What can they do to be like, millennials, you have Bernie Sanders, but let me tell you the next best thing or the next greatest thing or something better. Dude, it's... it's and I, I got that for you, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a, no, I, I think the one thing that we can provide to millennials is the idea that uh, of real entrepreneurship, real opportunity to okay. grow. Bernie Sanders, he promises you he's going to guarantee you $35,000 a year. That's great. We guarantee you, you know what, you're probably going to make $15,000 for like three years, but you're going to have an opportunity to make $100,000 the next year, and the okay. next year, and the next year, and the next year. So we're not just are you taking care of yourself right now, but you can take care of your children and their children and their children. Okay. And the only way you can do that is, is through the free market. And I, I do believe that there is a lot of corruption. There's a lot of, there's a lot of partnership between the corporations and the government, and we all know it. There's no, it's a pyramid, dude. They all are. But more than anything, that doesn't mean you have to quit. And so I would, the biggest thing we, the biggest thing that we can do for them or the biggest way that we can approach them is say, you have an opportunity to really embrace economic freedom. Sure. To where you can take technology at its, I mean, I look at it not as, it's not being born. It's like two years old. Yeah. It's like a baby still. You have an opportunity to really get in there and make something happen. I mean, you can be an Uber, you can be an Airbnb, you can be whatever you want. And if that's what you want to do, do it. Like your audience is no longer us. Mm -hmm. In fact, our party should be like, 
And my personal goal is to help 10,000 people make a million dollars. That is my personal life goal. Because if you make somebody money, man, they'll be your friend forever. Man. If, I make, if I brought in 500 bucks for you every single month, Dude, if we got we were at the bar and someone tried to fight me, you'd probably stick up for me. Right? Don't mess with me. Dude. We, we don't pay our bills, dude. And so I think that's our biggest thing. How can we take that promise that you have that opportunity to be economically free mm-hmm. and and give it to the millennial to, to, to the millennial population? We can't do that. Dem, the, the 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 Bernie Sanders has really done a great job of saying, "Hey, look, we're going to help you take care of it because you deserve it. They do deserve it, but they're not entitled to it. Mm. You deserve it, but you're not entitled. Exactly. Um. If you can bring the chicken over, yeah, we're gonna start Man, making that, some magic here. Oh, this is dude. two that's giant Haas avocados. <laughs> um, For real. We're going to put these avocados in with the shredded rotisserie chicken. Holy moly, this is gonna be, I almost think there might be too much avocados, but you know what, whatever. Yeah, we have some chicken with our avocado <laughs> here. That's yeah, an avocado you know salad just... with chicken. <laughs> That's and, it, and that's and that's our logo, right? It's not yeah. the chicken; it's the avocado. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so we're going to. If you could put in the celery yeah, and the carrot, I'll put in the carrots. Dude, that's that's just beautiful. Look at that, man. That's let's awesome. let's hold off on the on the mayonnaise right, for a sec because right, we may right. have we may have enough. Um, the spoon just fell. Yeah, we can we got to get another spoon. Five second rule. Five second rule. Um. I'm just kidding. We didn't do that. <laughs> you're about to, you're about <laughs> yeah, to scare right. me off, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Can we buckle up for a second? Yeah, man. Okay. Today at City Hall mm. in San Antonio, Texas, um, something pretty big happened, and yeah. not a lot of people know. Paid sick leave is now a city ordinance. Dictated by our city council right. for employers to provide to their employees, whereas for every 30 hours you as an employee work, you get one hour of paid sick leave. And uh, it's not forever. It's capped off. Uh, if you have 15 employees or less, uh, you get six days, uh, up to six days. If you have 15, or more than 15 or higher, you get uh, eight days. Um, okay. paid sick leave and that's kind of how it caps out um i gotta ask you you're in the business community you see things through a conservative lens is this good or is this bad see me see and 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 i think that's such a such a darn good question <laughs> and, and the reason is is because it's kind of twofold of course it's a good thing man. okay of course just like just like universal health care is a great thing dude universal college that's wonderful. That's such an amazing idea, man. Okay. But the problem is, is not in the idea. It's in the operational side of it. And that's always what it's always been, man. It's always been how we get there. It's never been about what we want to do. And so, in my opinion, I don't believe that the that our businesses, for any reason at all, should have regulations that hold it back from making its own decisions on how to function with, within its income. And so when you have when the government requires you and dictates how your scheduling works or how your hiring process is going to work, it's going to affect uh, how how many people you can you can bring on board, how okay. fast you can grow your your scalability, things of that nature. Um, and and I really think that uh, the Republican Party did a poor job uh, more than anything about talking about the issue. You know what we do uh, is always the same thing, man. You know, Democrats come up with just a great, great social idea, 
and uh, terrible operation, but great idea. Okay. And then and the Republicans just say, well, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. And then we just look like the bad guys. And so what we should have done is said, hey, you know what? That is such a great idea. Here's a conservative method on how we can approach this. So let's talk about the operation. You, okay. you noted that, that some of these social ideas have really poor operation, but they're really great ideas in theory. Totally. Um, let's talk paid sick leave. Why is this a poor operation? I mean, why, why, I, mean I work uh, kind of a salary basis. I get paid sick leave. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a poor operation there. What makes it a poor operation? I think, and and that's a that's a great point. I also get paid sick leave. You know, okay. And, and, but uh, but uh, and it does work there. Uh, but what I would say is it, that's not going to work in all instances. Okay. There are some businesses who just can't afford that, and so what happens is, for example, let's say you know it is every thirty hours you get an hour break. Well, you add that up over your your level of employees, it can actually hold you back from being able to hire more employees. Okay. okay? For example, myself, I'm on salary and I have a level of commission, but I, I bring in 10 times or eight times or whatever it is, amount of money that they're actually, you're paying me. And so there's, there's a loss of growth there. You know, if you can't hire a guy like me because of, of just the money and how it's capped off and these regulations and ordinances, then now your company can't build at the level it should be able to build at. You can't hire the person that you wanted to hire and sure. it just slows you down. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, the company's destroyed. Oh, my God, everyone, we're all going to die. That's just not, <laughs> it's just not true. It's not true. But every single thing, every little thing that you take from the business and their opportunity to really run their own operation, uh, it's going to slow down the growth. And it's also what it's going to do is it's going it's to eliminate the confidence for entrepreneurs to want to go out there and start their own business. And so that, that's where I see it as a struggle is that uh, uh, we need to be able to give them more freedom, more ability to do what they want to do. And I have to dictate them just because we think it's, it's a good thing to do. I want to go one more step here. Okay. I want to ask, and, and we're going to get a little anecdotal, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is nothing but a collage of anecdotes. God, that should be on a Hallmark card. There's a single mom, mm -hmm. two kids at home. Life circumstance, she, the only job she can get is one where she doesn't get paid sick leave. Um, she may have a chronic condition, she may have a flu, whatever it means, but not having that paid sick leave means that her family's in dire straits. What can a conservative viewpoint do for her? Yeah, and so what I would say is that um, this is a strange approach, man, but we're going to go, I'm going to just follow with you. Sure, okay? I will. Um, I think, uh, and you've probably heard time is money, right? Time yes. Is money, okay. And I've heard a lot of people say, hey, you know what? They told me, Andres, you know what? You have time, but you ain't got no money. I got money, but I ain't got no time. Okay. <laughs> so, so what that means It is, evens out. It evens out, man. And let's say she's working and say, you know what? That job doesn't work very well. Well, guess what? You have time. And if you have the opportunity to learn entrepreneur skills, imagine she found a, a, a multi-level marketing organization or if she, if she uh, found a sales job that she can do at home. I mean, there's opportunity there that is, 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 is uh, it's amazing. And, I, and not just that, let's say she has to take care of her children or something like that. Dude, I, I would love nothing more than to be able to spend time with my son every single day, every, sure. single, day, every single day. And so um, I think there's an opportunity there that we look at it wrong. Instead okay. of saying, hey, no one's giving me a chance to work for them. No, no, no. Why can't you work for yourself? What if you had the opportunity to make the same amount of money from your home, being able to be with your family at the same time? Okay. I would love to do something like that. And so I think that our message should, should say, hey, Totally understand. Quit the job. Okay. But we're going to help you explode at anything. 
what do you want to do? Do you want to be a multi-marketing? Do you like working out? Do you like health? Do you like, what, do you, what is it that you like? Sure. Let's help you grow there. We've done a poor job at that. In fact, all we do is we say, well, you know what? You're Hispanic and you're single. It's probably going to happen to you. You know, That's what the Republican Party has done, and it's poor. In fact, what we should say is, you know what? No problem. Jimmy Haslocker, the guy who owns all the gyms here, he, he's our biggest sponsor. I'm going to get you a job there. Or you know what? Let's see if there's something you can do from home for him. Like that is what we need to do. Mm. We need to help each other more. And so uh, that's our, that's how I think it would be a simple solution to something like that. Now, of course, she would say, well, you know, I'm not, I might not get as much money now. Oh, no problem. You're going to thank us four or five years from now when you have a Rolodex of people, you're able to communicate, you have sales skills, you have, you know, company growing skills. Um, there's a much longer game. You know, you can give a man a fish and feed him for a day. We, we need to teach them to fish so they can be able to take care of their families for a lifetime. It's... It, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like what you're talking about is empowering people. Totally. Absolutely, okay. man. Absolutely. Like, if just because you're a single mom, I always look at it backwards, man. If something, if I, if somebody tells me, oh, man, you know, oh, you know, you, you grew up in a poor family, you're Hispanic, and you're, man, there's just racism. I look at it backwards, man. It's like, dude, there's no Hispanics in the Republican Party. I'm the guy. All right? Like, what are you talking about? Yo hablo español. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I need to embrace that instead of going backwards. You're a single mother. You know, you have kids at home. They're not giving you sick leave. Hey, bye. Bye, Felicia. I'm going to go start my own business. I'm going to find somebody who wants to help me grow. And so we as human beings need to take that opportunity more because I would kill to have an extra 24 hours. I would kill for that. And so if you have that opportunity, dude, really expand yourself and see what can I do with my 24 hours to blow it up, so we mixed some shredded chicken, some a little mayonnaise, not a whole lot, not everyone's fan. Uh, some avocado. I some love mayonnaise, man. I, I don't know. I put more. Too, too much mayonnaise, to be honest with you. But so you this is what we're looking at right here. It's not too shabby. We're gonna get a couple of plates out yeah. and a couple of forks, and we're gonna enjoy this. Very often we don't get to enjoy our dishes that we make because they're still cooking and we don't do the whole pre-made thing here. We make it here. That's we right, make man. it real That's time. Cool, That's cool. Um, so I want to talk just a little bit more yeah, dude, about, have a, about how in the dawn of the labor unions, mm -hmm. okay, the labor unions were built to fight big business. Big business that was inhumanely treating the labor force. And we see this, it's objective. We know that conditions were inhumane. So unions came in, they played an integral role in the in in the in the way we enjoy our jobs today, right? We we most often have good working conditions. Um how is that? struggle against big business that came out with positive consequences different than what we see today with the struggle against you know not providing the adequate amount of sick leave or not providing a wage that's livable for you know a, a person who's trying to make rent totally. how is how is this different than that well, I would go as far as to say, I mean, you hit a couple things. You had a couple questions on there, I think, and I can hear them both. Uh, one of them was about minimum wage. I, I think minimum wage is, is, is a terrible idea, dude. Uh, and the reason is is because now there's a certain skill set that can't get a job. You know? I mean, let's be frank about it. Some people don't have 725, you know, skills, an hour skills. They don't. Some kid who's 14, 15 years old, he has very little skills. They don't. But what the 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 
the minimum wage did is that it didn't allow lower skilled people to get more jobs. And so I think that was a big thing that affected us. Um, but when we're talking about, you know, the difference between them, I am honestly believe that the corporations and the government are working together. They're all problems. It's okay. all a problem. The difference is, is that the left wants to empower the government to defend us from the co corporations. I think that's the wrong way because okay. it's actually the government that's giving the corporations all the power to do this crap anyways. Okay. And so giving them the power would actually just, just make it go backwards. And the reason it's different, in my opinion, is the fact that, um, you know, back then people were dying, falling into machines and just, just losing fingers and stuff. That's messed up. Dude. I mean, that's, we're, we're kind of past that. We all know that that's bad. Uh, in this situation, mm -hmm. this is a, this is not something that, you know, we've been taught that, that, that truly affects her day to day life. Yeah. Not getting sick leave. is not going to make this lady, you know, starve to death. She's not going to, uh, her child is not going to be sick from it. I mean, everybody gets a cold normally a couple of days and you're, you're over it. Um, I, I think it's a it's something that we need to, to kind of per to perceive as uh, what does it mean to have personal individual rights and, and responsibility and what it doesn't mean. And so I'm more on the side that I want more personal responsibility than, than less. Let's try our, our yeah, chicken side. Okay, so I'm uh, – here we go. <laughs> see if it works. This is good, dude. Dude, this is not bad. Well, this is good. I was literally expecting the worst. Really? Yeah, no, I was like, oh my gosh. Dude, this anything is gonna... with like 70% avocado. I'm going to put a little really more salt. Good. You want more salt? No, dude, it's good. You're it's good? good yeah. Okay. I am genuinely happy with how this tastes. Well, it was all you, dude. It was all you, man. <laughs> um, I appreciate the support. I, I, yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Andres, there are things in this world that suck. We've talked about quite a few. Mm -hmm. Tell me, in the terms of what we've talked about today, what doesn't suck? What doesn't suck is there's never been a better opportunity for a person that is 18 to 40 to change the direction of their life through obtaining education, this, this infinite level of knowledge that we mm -hmm. have, and learning a skill, and being an entrepreneur, and taking chances, and building a future on financial uh, uh, ability, okay. and wealth. I think there's never been a chance, a better chance for this. Technology is booming every single year. You know, we saw one thing, Meerkat, I don't know if you know what Meerkat is. It was a, you didn't even know, dude. <laughs> it was a huge social media platform, it was here, here, you know, a year ago, gone again, gone. Yeah. You know, and there's technology is flowing so quickly. And so if you are in that age range, mm -hmm. what doesn't suck is you can change the future of your whole whole family mm. just by sticking sticking to something, man, and embracing technology and not using it just to, you know, take pictures of your food and stuff. <laughs> we never take pictures of yeah, our right. food here. <laughs> not everything sucks. Thank you so much for talking to us a course, little man. bit about why. Um, we're going to continue enjoying our chicken avocado salad, and we will see you next week. This is our last month of Not Everything Sucks. So we're going to have some fun stuff for the final week. So stay connected as we start talking about how we wrap this whole Not Everything Sucks experiment to a close. And I would say, hey, you know what? Comment below if you think he shouldn't stop the show. I'm actually <laughs> saying that he should keep the show going. So if you can, comment below, say something, and say, hey, we need to keep the show going. If you want, call him and complain. 
and keep this stuff going because this is great, man. This is great. <laughs> H-E-B probably loves them because he's buying all these avocados. <laughs> this is very true. This is very true. I can't buy 10 avocados on that. H-E-B, can you sponsor <laughs> yeah, us, though? For real. Uh, yeah, on the real. That's funny. <laughs> Not everything sucks. There we go, brother. Glad we got to talk a little bit about why. See you next week.